The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. While we await word on who the next defensive coordinator will be, we might be getting an inkling as to who the next linebackers coach might be, and it could be your old Washington teammate. Yeah. Uh, who had, you broke bread with last night. Yeah. Had Minusk. Went over to Inverness. Had a little dinner with Minusk. It's good, man. So, Greg Minusky. Greg Minusky. In. Yeah. Or I like to call him Manu. Uh, but anyhow. Yeah, really cool. I mean, it's always good to get caught up, told, you know, you tell those old stories and it's just, it, it's fun, man. He's a great, great dude. Really been a coordinator, linebacker coach in this league for a very long time. Played for a long time. Um, so really cool to see, like really cool to see that kind of process come together, you know, and that, whether he gets hired or not, I have no idea. But uh, it was it was, it was was fun to connect. Like this that. is somebody who has extensive experience as a defensive coordinator. Uh, going back to... 2007 with the 49ers, then mm-hmm. the Chargers, then the Colts, uh, then Washington, and most recently this past year, he was a linebacker coach with Minnesota. So, but it is it is strange because usually you hire your defensive coordinator, and then that defensive coordinator hires his linebacker coach, his mm-hmm. D line coach, his secondary coach. But uh, we're going a little bit backwards here. Yeah, I mean, I. That's how I always assumed it worked, right? You hire your coordinators and let them kind of work with you to pick the staff that they want, guys that they want. But, hey, we're getting late in the game, and we don't have a D coordinator right now. Combine starts next week. Free agency starts, well, basically March 13th. Next on the morning brew, Kale McCarr is back in the concussion protocol, concussion up to uh, uh, yeah, concussion protocol. He will miss both games this weekend. Jared Bednar said that the reason that both the independent spotter, concussion spotter at the St. Louis game on Saturday, plus the Avs' own doctors didn't think that McCarr had a concussion or didn't check him for a concussion was because the hit at the time involved his visor coming down and hitting his nose. So they thought the nose was the issue. Nose checked out fine, which is why he went back into the game. But then afterwards, he showed symptoms of a concussion again. He's back in the protocol. Did the asthma handle this? Yeah, I mean, obviously they did. Like, your nose checking? Like it's that. Like if a dude comes out, I don't, why, why are you not just? Especially since he just had a concussion. Right. You just you just test him. I would think. I mean, it didn't seem that hard to me. Well, he's like, he's like, hey, the visor came down, hit me in the nose. My nose is sore. Right. Check your nose. Yeah. Nose is good. Okay, let's check you out. For, I mean, you already got him checked out, right? You know he's had he, you know, he had an issue a week ago. You, you, I, I would think that you'd check him again. Look, I never want hockey to get to the point of Major League Baseball and basketball where they baby their guys. Mm-hmm. But there is still this macho, old-school credo of, hey, get stitched back up and get back out there. Right. Don't hardly miss a shift. You know, there's something that hockey players wear that with a badge of honor. So I, I'm sure McCarr wanted to get back out there 
Yes, quickly. but that's why you need, that's why that medical staff, that yeah. got trainers from and the doctors, yeah, they, they've got to be the gatekeeper. And they've got to do a thorough job of checking those things out. So, yeah, that's a, you know, I mean, it's not an intentional mishandling, but it is a mishandling. Especially when it comes to a franchise player like that. Yeah. You just have to be so, so careful. Next on The Morning Brew. Nice. Want to set the mood. Yeah. Yeah, it's official. Paxton Lynch made quarterback history over the weekend as he is now the only professional quarterback to ever be benched in the NFL, CFL, XFL, and USFL. It's an unbelievable record when you think about it. <laughs> he is the alphabet soup goat. Alphabet soup goat. NFL. CFL. Oh, okay, I get you. XFL. USFL. Is there any other FLs out there that he could be benched from? Yeah. AFL. Arena Football League. You got to go for it. Go for it. Live your dream, man. Live your dream. So you're telling me there's a chance. Get on an AFL team and then just stink it up. You can do it. What's that club called? Uh, is it the? It's a different kind of goat. Is it uh, what? The Grammys, Oscar. You want a Grammy, an Oscar, oh. a Tony, and an Emmy? Is, that, is it the goat? Uh, I don't know. Different I, kind of goat. I don't know what is that, you mean. Is that how they? Well, anyway, he's he's the he's the professional quarterback version of that. Yeah. Way to go, Paxton. Good for you. We always knew you had it in you to be special. Huge. Yeah. We always you know the it. The only person in history to be benched in all those leagues. Next on the Morning Brew, boy, there is some amazing, amazing things going on at CU right now. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So how about this? I saw. This is for their spring football game, okay? And in the past, you, you could show up for free. Yeah. So over the last... Seven spring games combined, free. CU counted a total of about 30,000 fans who showed up for free to the last seven spring games combined. Last year, they had 1,950 people. This year, they're selling tickets to the spring game. Uh Uh-huh. Which is still two months away. So far, they've sold over 30,000 tickets. Sold. Over 30,000 tickets. The last seven years combined, they had 30,000 free tickets to the spring football game. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though, right? Coach, creating something special, you know, that that momentum, it doesn't matter. I tell you what, incredible. What they have already done. Now, obviously, we have to see some results on the football field, which I think we will. But what they've already done here nationally, you want to talk about putting somebody on the map that hasn't been on the map in decades. Decades. Inconceivable. It's, inc- it's, it's incredible. It really is. They have not been this prominent on the national scene since they won their national championship. EGOT. Chad Brock. EGOT, that's right. EGOT. EGOT. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. Tony. Tony. Right. Paxton Lynch is the EGOT he is of EGOT. professional quarterbacks. And he's the first. 
The first. He's the first. And oh. I, don't know, I don't know who the first EGOT was, but that's what Paxton Lynch is. The first. The first. The first. And the, and the only and right probably now. will be the only for this is a record that may stand the test of time. That'll do it for the morning brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at six thirty.